For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. A brand new week, a brand new Monday of Over the Line, Andrew McLean, with you. I don't know why I talk like that when the show starts, but I do. It's Monday, it's cold, everybody's sick, and the government is still shut down. I remember long ago, when I was a young man on social media, demanding the government be shut down, saying, we get a wall or we shut it down. That was just last year, back in December. Said, give us the wall or shut it down. No wall, no peace. And I got what I wanted. Best Christmas gift of all. Not because federal workers aren't uh, aren't currently uh, getting paid in the partial government shutdown. Not because people are out of work. Because that's not what we want. And as we talked about, that is actually a uh, an honorable sacrifice. Those that are... In agreement with Donald Trump shutting the government down in order to get a wall, uh, they're making a great sacrifice, working uh, for no paycheck until this whole thing ends. Uh, so they deserve to be applauded. But I'm excited for the government shutdown because it is proving a point and it is marking a new day in the republic. A new day in American politics. 
where we will look back on this moment for years to come, decades to come. We will look back, and, and, and those of us that are political nerds will talk about the moment that Republicans finally grew a pair. The moment in 2018, as we were ramping up our year, getting ready for Christmas, where Republicans actually grew a pair. And it was all thanks to a billionaire, flamboyant, brash, golden-haired, Cheeto-tanned man from New York. It took that guy to cause the Republicans to finally grow some cojones. And I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, Over the line, overthelineshow.com. Make sure you go check out the website and uh, sign up. As I know the website's taking a lot longer than we expected, but we are trying. I am going to, uh, supposed to be meeting with our website guy today to take our next steps. Listen, everybody's busy, we got stuff to do, life, all that kind of stuff. So, um, I promise you, there's going to be some new stuff coming to the website uh, as we try to put everything together at advertisers to the show. It's just been, it's, it's been a bit of a struggle when you get thrown into the fire. Uh, as we did into the world of of podcasts after doing it a certain way for so long where I just drove to a radio station each day, went in a room, and started talking. It's a little more complicated now. There's a lot more work involved than than when I was on terrestrial airwaves. Uh, Also, all the social media stuff, make sure you go and uh, like our pages, like our Twitters and our Facebooks and all that kind of stuff, and share this YouTube channel. I, I mentioned this uh, for those of you that are watching on YouTube. I mentioned this before the live show. Uh, and for those of you listening on the podcast, you can go to the Over the Line YouTube channel, grab the link from that, and go share it on your social media. Share it with the masses. Spread the truth, if you will. And uh, let's hook it up. Got some exciting things coming up this week as well. I'll tell you about those as we go along. Uh, I'm currently waiting on uh, the 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 questions. Well, how do I phrase this? Donald Trump stopped to answer questions from reporters uh, on his way to this uh, farm convention gimmick for the farmers, whatever. And... Uh, I'm waiting for that to be posted in its entirety because I want to play it for you guys. And it's it's some of the same stuff. Uh, it's it's same of the some of the same Donald Trump stuff, but there's new issues that have uh have arisen with a New York Times article coming out over the weekend basically saying the FBI, we've got uh, leaked information that shows the FBI uh tried to open uh a, an investigation into whether Trump was a Russian operative. Whether or not Trump was actually working for the Russians. And the mainstream media has taken that New York Times article and said, look, look, this is so bad that even the honorable and non-biased FBI 
felt like they needed to investigate this. Now keep in mind, we've found no evidence of this in uh, after spending millions and millions of dollars on special counsels and whatever else. We found no evidence, but this is supposed to mean something. This is supposed to be the big one. He was answering questions about that, also about the shutdown, as you uh, could assume, and uh, all that stuff. I don't know that anybody posed a question about Democrats vacationing in Puerto Rico over the weekend uh, amongst the government shutdown. I didn't get to listen to the whole thing. Maybe they did. I highly doubt it, but maybe they did. Let me see real quick, because that's kind of what I want to start off with is just playing this for you guys because it literally just happened within the last um the last i don't know 20 20 30 minutes and i think uh of course everybody's just going to have short clips of it on twitter that's kind of what i'm going with oh another thing donald trump called Ginny pirro her radio show uh, did I say radio show? Her TV show <laughs> on uh, Saturday. You know, she's got that TV show on Fox News. And talked with her for probably 15, 20 minutes. And just kind of talked about all the issues that are currently on the table. And uh, uh, at one point, and this is so ridiculous. At one point, she asks very... You know, I mean, in, in a joking way, because of the New York Times article, are you a Russian agent? And Donald Trump answers with, this is the most insulting, ridiculous thing I've ever heard, da-da-da-da-da. He goes on and on. And the media took that, okay? They took that and they said, look, he didn't say he wasn't a Russian agent. This is really scary. He didn't say he was a Russian agent. He didn't say he was not a Russian agent. This is how desperate these guys are. Oh, you know who else I watched post that on Twitter? Joe Walsh. Y'all remember Joe Walsh. He's like, this is scary times. Donald Trump, he wouldn't even say he wasn't a Russian agent. That's where we're at. People are just looking for a reason to freak out. They are consumed by their hatred for Donald Trump. Consumed by it. Donald Trump, in literally millions of Americans' heads, he's living rent-free. A guy with that much money getting to live rent-free. Would you imagine that? All right, uh, I'm not able to find the uh, the questions just yet, so what we'll do is when we go to break, I'll, I'll find it, and then we'll play it because I really want you guys to hear it. I'll just give you a quick uh, overview of what we're going to talk about today, and I kind of just, just told you some of it. We're going to talk about the shutdown, what the Democrats were doing in Puerto Rico, uh, also the silence of the media when it comes to angel moms. Angel moms have been in the forefront of the of the border crisis debate because they have been directly affected by it. And I think we're going to attempt to get one of these angel moms on the show here so we can discuss with them what it 
what it feels like or how they view the government shutdown and and the dismissing of their stories, the dismissing of their experiences by Democrat lawmakers, by Democrat leaders in the House and Senate. How does it feel to to know that these people do not care about what you went through? They do not care that your son or your daughter or your husband was killed by an illegal immigrant. We're going to see if we can hook that up. Also, the Russian stuff that I just talked to you about, and also some new 2020 contenders on the Democrat side announcing that they are running for president. I'll tell you who that is and what they've been saying over the weekend since they've announced. Uh, Also, what else? Hmm. Oh, how about this? The media, and and I only saw one case of this over the weekend, but there are people in the mainstream media, on, on these mainstream media networks, that are saying that they're worried that once the Mueller report comes out and it's finalized, that it's going to be anticlimactic. They're worried that that it's going to be anticlimactic. And what do they mean by that? They mean Trump's not going to be going to jail because they couldn't find any sort of criminal activity in all that investigation. They're claiming that they've got sources close to the Mueller investigation that are saying these things. I'll play the audio because I've actually got one of the instances uh, from this weekend where that was said on ABC. Uh, I about fell out of my chair. When I heard him say it, I'm like, where you been, cuz? We knew this all along. Why are you acting so, why is this news? We knew this. Uh, also, the the uh, the woman that was driving the electric scooter, the Walmart electric scooter with the buggy, uh, they got banned from, from the store because she was riding it around drinking wine out of a Pringles can. Which, I mean... Sounds like a good time, honestly, but why a Pringles can? I I guess you want to put off the illusion that you're eating Pringles, because i got to assume, if you are like me, when you get about three-quarters of the way down on a Pringles can, you can't fit your your chubby hands down in the the can anymore, so you've got to turn it up and kind of shake it, Get get the chips out of there. So maybe she was just trying to pretend like she was at the bottom of her uh, Pringles can. She was trying to get the rest of the chips when really she was drinking wine. Maybe that's it. But it's kind of sad now that that's a new rule at Walmart that you can't do that. So there goes my weekends. Also a story from last week that I didn't get to. I really wanted to play for you guys. It's a weatherman who uh, was fired for allegedly saying a racial slur on air. Now he's claiming he misspoke, but they're saying he said it doesn't matter, so he got canned. I've got the audio of that, so you guys will be able to hear it yourself. And, uh, make the uh, make the judgment call on that. It's actually kind of absurd. So we'll do that. Uh, South Carolina proposing a new bill requiring students to take personal finance courses. A personal finance course 
Good idea? Bad idea? We'll talk about it a little later in the show. Coming up next, hopefully we will have Donald Trump's comments, his Q&A with reporters as he headed out of the White House, a snowy White House, headed to Marine One, then Air Force One, where he is uh, currently in the air, from what I understand, heading to his destination. We'll talk about all that and more coming up on the other side, over the line, over the line show.com. The podcast your mom warned you about. Even though your mom doesn't really know what a podcast is. Back after this. heard the poem called the snake so i have it does anybody want to hear it again you sure are you sure okay so let's dedicate this to general kelly the border patrol and the ice agents for doing such an incredible job this was written by al wilson a long time ago And I thought of it having to do with our borders and people coming in. And we know what we're going to have. We're going to have problems. We have to very, very carefully vet. We have to be smart. We have to be vigilant. So here it is, the snake. We need to build a wall. We need to build a wall. We need to build a big, beautiful wall. We need to build a wall. We need to build a wall. We need to build a big, beautiful wall. We need to build a wall. We need to build a wall. We need to build a big, beautiful wall. We need to build a wall. We need to build a wall. We need to build a big, beautiful wall. 
down the path along the lake. A tenderhearted woman saw a poor, half-frozen snake. His three-colored skin had been all frosted with the dew. Poor thing, she cried, I'll take you in and I'll take care of you. The we need to build a wall. We need to build a wall. We need to build a big, beautiful wall. We need to build a wall. We need to build a wall. We need to build a big, beautiful wall. We need to build a wall. We need to build a wall. We need to build a big, beautiful wall. skin again and kissed him and held him tight but instead of saying thank you that snake gave her a vicious bite The number to, to get in on the show while we still have these phone lines, as I mentioned before we got started, if you're watching the, uh, the live stream. We've got our 646-668-2714 number, which I've just recently memorized. We're about to dump that. It's a uh, it's a it's a business expense that we don't really uh, we can't re- really handle paying, <laughs> so we're gonna get rid of it. But we're gonna figure something out. I, we've got another way to to uh, bring in guests and all that kind of stuff, so we'll get it handled. But if you want to get in, we'll, we'll probably have that number until somewhere towards the end of the month. So if you want to call in six four six 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 eight twenty seven fourteen. That's the number. Donald Trump, as I mentioned, probably three or four times this show already, he spoke with the reporters on his uh, on his way to New Orleans as he was getting ready to board Air Force One. I may not play this entire thing for you, uh, but I want to play at least some of it so you guys can uh, hear what the president had to say as Democrats now make their way back to Capitol Hill. After hanging out on the beach in Puerto Rico all weekend while the government shut down, Donald Trump has not left the White House. I think he's left for maybe uh, a day or two. He went to Afghanistan to visit the troops, and he went to Germany and then came back to the White House. So he's basically been working during the entire government shutdown, and the Democrats are vacationing. 
Not a good look, but we'll talk more about that here in a moment. Here is the President of the United States just moments ago. It's beautiful. It's too bad they took the snow off the ground. Too bad. It was more beautiful last night. I'll be going to New Orleans right now. I'm going to be speaking in front of our great farmers. I look forward to that. I did it last year, and uh, I look forward to it. So we'll be back a little bit later. Uh, I believe, I don't know if the weather changes things, but the Clemson championship team, the national championship team, will be coming tonight. It'll be exciting. A very great team, an unbelievable team. They'll be coming tonight. And I think we're going to serve McDonald's, Wendy's, and Burger King's with some pizza. I really mean it. It'll be interesting. And I would think that's their favorite food. So we'll see what happens. But they're coming tonight, the national champions, subject to the weather. So I've been here all weekend. Uh, A lot of the Democrats were in Puerto Rico celebrating something. I don't know, maybe they're celebrating the shutdown. Uh, We have a very big crisis, a humanitarian crisis on the border. Everybody knows it. They know it. And many of them are saying, we agree with you. Many of them are calling and many of them are breaking. The Republicans are rock solid. We've got to take care of our border. Many of the people, they're all going to get their money. Many of the people that aren't being paid right now are in total agreement with us. You saw the Border Patrol agents. You saw what was happening. They're in total agreement with us. So we'll see how it all goes. I will tell you this. We have a priority. It's the safety of our nation. The southern border has been horrible for decades, and it's now, because of the success of our country, it's now at a level that we cannot put up with. The Democrats have to do something. We need their votes, otherwise we can't solve it without their votes. They now control the House. Let's see if they can lead. I don't know that they can lead, but we're going to soon find out. What do you say? Well, that was a suggestion that Lindsay made, but I did, I did reject it, yes. I, I'm not interested. I want to get it solved. I don't want to just delay it. I want to get it solved. I just don't know anything about it. I read it this morning. Uh, it's a lot of fake news. That was a very good meeting. It was actually a very successful meeting. And I have those meetings with everything. I just know nothing about it. It was a very, very successful meeting. We talked about Israel. We talked about uh, the pipeline, that Germany is paying Russia a lot of money. I don't think it's appropriate. We talked about that, talked about many subjects. But I have those meetings one-on-one with all leaders, including the president of China, including uh, Prime Minister of Japan, Abe. We have those meetings all the time. No big deal. I never worked for Russia. And you know that answer better than anybody. I never worked for Russia. Not only did I never work for Russia, I think it's a disgrace that you even asked that question because it's a whole big fat hoax. It's just a hoax. It's a big fat hoax. Who? And what's funny to me is these reporters, they're so frantic. They're, they're in this, this press pool. They're all standing outside in the freezing cold snow everywhere. 
uh, all huddled up together and they're like caged animals whenever the president walks up. Mr. President, Mr. President. I don't, I haven't been following it. I really haven't been following it. A deal with what? I don't know if we're close to the deal. This should be the easiest deal that I've ever seen. We're talking about border security. Who can be against it? We're talking about drugs pouring in, human traffickers tying up women, putting tape in their mouth, and pouring into our country. We can't have that. We can't have that. We have drugs, we have criminals, we have gangs, and the Democrats don't want to do anything about it. They say, oh, it's immoral. But it wasn't immoral three years ago, five years ago, six years ago, and 10 years ago when they all raised their hands to approve a wall. This is so much more than just Donald Trump wants a wall, Democrats don't, and that's it. It's not, it, it's not a lack of negotiation. It's, it's, it's literally Donald Trump, and, and, and the Democrats don't speak on this, and I don't think Donald Trump brings it up enough either. He's maybe brought it up once or twice. I, I listened to uh, Laura Trump do a radio interview over the weekend. And she talked about the details of the discussions that they've had with Democrats. And basically what has happened within these discussions is Donald Trump has offered to let Democrats have all the things because they're, they're pretending like they want border security. They just want a different kind. They want drones and they want cameras and, and, and all this stuff. So Donald Trump has said within these meetings, that's fine. We'll do that too. We'll do the border wall, and then we'll do all the things that you guys want to do, and it'll just be a win-win for both of us. And Democrats say, nope, no deal. No, 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 we're not doing a wall. Offering a DACA solution, offering the solution for the Dreamers, offering all the things they want for border security, as long as the wall is... Involved, And they said, no, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. Because the wall is not a fix-all. The, the wall was never intended to be, we're going to put up a wall, we're going to let all our Border Patrol agents go home, and we're just going to leave the southern border like that. No. The wall is just there to be the first line of defense. And if a, a, a people get across it, or they dig under it, or they use a ladder, that old gag, that gives Border Patrol agents time with the technology that we have on the border to get over there and apprehend these people. Because they can't just, they can't be everywhere. And if you put drones in the places they're not and you don't have a border wall, what, what are you going to do? What's the drone going to do? You're going to have a walkie-talkie tape to the drone and say, Jose, wrong way, turn around. You're not supposed to be here. Go back home. That's, that's the solution of the Democrats. But Donald Trump has gone out of his way to make sure they are getting all the things that they're asking for. Which they honestly don't care that much about, apparently. Because it's on the table. They could have it. But they are so against the border wall. For two reasons. One, the obvious one. They want illegals to be able to come in here so they can then pass legislation to allow them to vote in elections, thus grow their base. Because America 
is going to continue to dismiss their socialist extremist policies. America, at least not at this time, are not going to accept some of the more radical policies that the Democrats have. So they have to create new voters. But the second thing, and this is the big one, it is the fact that if a border wall is built, they've already branded it Trump's wall. Every time CNN, MSNBC, Democrats, any of them bring up the wall, they say his wall. They don't say a border wall. They don't say America's wall. They don't just call it a southern border wall. They call it his wall, Trump's wall. So they've already painted themselves in a corner that this belongs to Trump. And if it gets built, they will forever be reminded that Donald Trump at one time was, in fact, their president. His memory, it will always be there. It's the equivalent of putting Trump's face on Mount Rushmore. This is what it means to them. And this is why they are so adamantly opposed to it. All of a sudden, it's immoral. It's immoral because one reason, because they know they're going to lose in the 2020 election. That's the only reason to them it's immoral. Who did? Who cares? She's... We're doing very well with China. Uh, They're having a hard time with their economy because of the tariffs. Uh, We're doing very well with our economy. We're at records. Our unemployment numbers just hit a record, another record. Uh, We're doing extremely well as a country. We're doing better than any country right now anywhere in the world. China wants to negotiate. I have a great relationship with President Xi because it's good to have relationships with Russia and China and Japan and India. And I have relationships with almost everybody. And that's a good thing, not a bad thing. I think that we are going to be able to do a deal with China. We, I can tell you, we are getting things that before I became president, you would have had no chance at getting. They would have laughed at your president's face. The people that started that investigation are McCabe, who's a proven liar and was fired from the FBI, are Lisa Page, who was forced to leave the FBI, and her lover, Peter Strzok, who we got their text messages, and what they said in those text messages was shocking when you talk about bias, and also Comey. And I guess they started it because I fired Comey, which was a great thing I did for our country. So the people doing that investigation were people that have been caught that are known scoundrels. They're, in, I guess you could say, they're dirty cops. And I'll tell you what, it is so unfair what's happened to the FBI in terms of the men and women working in the rank and file of the FBI. I know many of them. These are great people. And they are so embarrassed by their leadership You've never seen, I have never seen a turnaround in a bureau or agency like I have with the FBI. They are so embarrassed. I think 12 people now have been terminated. And others, if you look at what's happening, others are going to go. What happened to the FBI? So when you say, should I have confidence in the FBI or intelligence agencies, when I see war 
and I see all of these people, when I see Lisa and her lover and their notes and their texts get captured, and you see what they said about me, having nothing to do with investigation, let me tell you something. When people see that, you have an angry country because the whole thing is a hoax. It's a big hoax, and it's very bad for our country. So what happened with the FBI? I have done a great service for our country when I fired James Comey because he was a bad cop and he was a dirty cop and he lied. He really lied. And all you have to do, wait a minute, and all you have to do is take a look at the crooked Hillary Clinton investigation where they brought her on the four, July 4th weekend. July 4th. They didn't swear her in. They didn't do any tapes. They didn't do anything. They just let her go. And she usually said, mostly said, I don't know. She didn't know anything. Just like James Comey a week ago, he was interviewed by Congress. And, you know, unfortunately, people didn't see it because the Republicans with Paul Ryan, unfortunately, they didn't put him out there. But what he said was either he's a bad liar or he's grossly incompetent. Unfortunately, people didn't say it, but you can read the transcript. What? You know how I feel. Okay, we'll see you in, uh, what? I'm not looking to call a national emergency. This is so simple, you shouldn't have to. Now, I have the absolute legal right to call it, but I'm not looking to do that because this is too simple. The Democrats should say, we want border security, we have to build a wall, otherwise you can't have border security, and we should get on with our lives. The Democrats are stopping us, and they're stopping a lot of great people from getting paid. All they have to do is say, we want border security. That automatically means a wall or a barrier. Thank you. I'll see you in New Orleans. There you go. The president uh, on the lawn of the White House just earlier today on his way to New Orleans to speak. To the farmers. By the way, big win for New Orleans last night. The Saints pulling off uh, the upset, man. I'm talking about 20 20 unanswered points to the Eagles. They were down 14 to nothing, and they won 20 to 14. It was amazing. Amazing. I'm not a Saints fan, but uh, I like Alvin Kamara. So there's that. I'm a Chiefs guy, and the Chiefs are doing amazing. Anyway. We're going to talk about that. Let's talk about Trump and and the things he said. Here's the here's the issue. It's not the issue. This is the thing. Donald Trump is accused of suppressing the media, stripping the media of freedom of the press. He's accused of suppressing all these things and and attacking journalists as enemy of the people and how horrible that is. When in reality, and I've said this time and time and time again, Donald Trump is the most transparent president we have ever seen. And some of that is not necessarily attributed to Donald Trump. Some of it is um, some of it's attributed to technology and the way we consume our, our news, the way we, we get information. That's part of it. But a majority of it is Donald Trump just literally being transparent from 
tweeting 20 times a day from talking to reporters for 10 to 20 minutes when he when his plane is waiting on him to go on a trip to speak to average Americans to literally in the in, in the oval office in the white house trying to have an, a meeting in front of the cameras with Chuck and Nancy who then begged Trump to wait and have the discussion behind closed doors. Transparency doesn't live in the Democratic Party. Transparency lives in the Trump administration. And sometimes it's too transparent in the sense of reporters leaking stuff. We had another instance of that where there was the the media uh, luncheon with the president and they they leaked his statements, even though they blatantly said these are off-the-record statements. But the media doesn't care. In the past, the media would have been horrified to see one of their colleagues leak comments from the President of the United States that were off the record. They would be horrified at the lack of, of journalistic integrity of a reporter to leak that. Now... It's just the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do to save the republic. We've got to do these things. We've got to save America. So even though they said it's off the record, we've got to do it. And here's what's crazy. The comments they leaked, they don't even mean anything. He was talking about his upcoming trip to the border. And he said, I'm going to go down there but it's not going to change anything. What he meant by that was, he's going to go down there, Democrats aren't going to cut a deal with him, so it doesn't really matter, but he's going to do it anyway. He's right. He's exactly right. But the press felt the need to take those off-the-record comments and put them out there for all of America to see. They're also calling for Donald Trump's, uh, the transcripts of his meeting, his private meeting with Vladimir Putin. Saying that America must know what they talked about. Why has, uh, why has nobody called for that with past presidents? If that's the case, why not release all of the transcripts from all presidents in their private meeting with other foreign leaders. Let's start with Barack Obama. Let's get the transcripts of Obama's meetings with leaders in the EU, with the president of Russia, with these other leaders. Release those transcripts. Because I guarantee you, the people that are calling for the transcript between Putin and Trump do not want the transcripts of what Obama talked about with foreign leaders to be released. I guarantee you they do not. Uh, tweets from Trump, since we're just uh, on Trump for a moment, and then I'll come back on the other side and we'll kind of move on to the, the shutdown, what the Democrats are doing and some other things. Uh, uh, Donald Trump last night, and he's been on fire as far as the trolling on Twitter goes. You noticed when Jim Acosta... He did a video, <laughs> he did a, like a, a Facebook Live or, or whatever it was, 
where he was at the border, and there was a a, a piece of border fence there, a, a barrier, still slats. And he's walking across there, and he's like, well, we're here at the border, as you see. Um, there's some still slats here, but we don't see immigrants rushing the border. We don't see human trafficking going on or, or um, anything of the sort. So the president has just manufactured this crisis. It's not even real, you see? Not realizing that the point he was making actually supported what Donald Trump and the Republicans say when they say, if you put up a wall, there's going to be no crisis. <laughs> Only Jim Acosta could pull something like that off. Here, it's just a short video. Let me let me play that for you. It's just, it's so, so precious. Here you go. Jim Acosta, his very own Twitter feed. Now, one thing we should point out, uh, these steel slats don't run the entire length of the border here in McAllen, Texas. As a matter of fact, at this point where we're standing right now, there is a chain link fence behind me and then some brush and some trees before you hit the Rio Grande River. Now, talking to folks, there are migrants that come through this area. Oh, now that's not the video. That's him trying to... Um trying to uh, clarify his statements. Here's what I really meant. This is the original video right here. Listen to this. And here are some of the steel slats that the president's been talking about uh, right here. Uh, as you can see, yes, you can see through these slats to the uh, other side of the U.S.-Mexico border. Uh, but as we're walking along here, we're not seeing any kind of uh, imminent danger. There are no migrants trying to uh, rush toward this fence uh, here in the McAllen, Texas area. As a matter of fact, there are some other businesses uh, behind me along this highway. There's a gas station, Burger King, and so on. Uh, but no sign of the national emergency that the president has been talking about. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's pretty tranquil down here. <laughs> in the memes from that absolutely savage... Jim Acosta got railroaded for that video. There were memes where, and we posted some on Over the Line on uh, Facebook. There were memes where it showed him standing in front of, uh, like, the Hoover Dam. And he's saying, well, as you can see here, there's no water on the other side. So it's obvious we have no need for this dam. There's no crisis here. <laughs> it's just... Uh, doesn't get any better than that. Uh, uh, Jim Acosta is, is, I think, I don't think he gets enough credit for how much he's worth. As far as us in conservative talk radio and conservative podcasting, Jim Acosta, much like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, they're absolute gold. Because they're constantly falling all over themselves saying stupid things like that. But back to Donald Trump's Twitter. I got sidetracked. He posted last night uh, this tweet, and it's got a uh, the video of Elizabeth Warren. Remember when she did the Periscope or the Facebook Live thing where she was, she was uh, cooking and she was drinking a beer and all that? He posted that video and he said, Elizabeth Warren often referred to by me as Pocahontas, did this commercial from Bighorn or Wounded Knee instead of her kitchen with her husband dressed in full Indian garb, it would have been a smash. 
Yes. <laughs> Let me read that one more time. If Elizabeth Warren, often referred to by me as Pocahontas, did this commercial from Bighorn or Wounded Knee instead of her kitchen with her husband dressed in full Indian garb, it would have been a smash. <laughs> and this is the uh, this is the video that he posted with that tweet. Well, I don't guess it's going to sound. Well, let's try that again. Um, I'm glad for everybody who's joining this video. It's great to hear from you. Hold on a sec. I'm going to get me um, a beer. <laughs> so good. Hey, Robert, my husband Bruce okay. is now in here. Um, you want a beer? No, I'll pass on the beer for now. You sure? Okay, okay. say hello to folks. Yes. So, hey. this is my sweetie. Hello. Um, he's the best. And I'm crazy. Uh, I love you too. Thank you for being here. Pleasure. I'm glad you're here. Enjoy your beer. <laughs> so, thank you for being here at, in my kitchen. There's the, the biggest problem with that is the fact that Elizabeth Warren's drinking the beer. She offers one to her husband. He's like, no, uh, I'm watching my weight. He didn't really say that, but it's basically what he said. Uh, other tweets real quick before we go to break. Uh, he said, best line in the Elizabeth Warren beer catastrophe is to her husband. Thank you for being here. I'm glad you're here. It's their house. He's supposed to be there. <laughs> oh, so good. There's a lot of other tweets. I won't go through them, though. Um, we'll uh, we'll talk more about it on the other side. I got to get to talk actually about uh, the government shutdown, what the Democrats were doing this weekend, and plenty more on this edition of Over the Line. OverTheLineShow.com, at Andrew McLean, who on Twitter... I've been on a Twitter tier the past few days. I don't know what's gotten into me, but uh, I've been trolling people. I get in those moods sometimes where I just constantly go after politicians. And you know who else does that very well? Jeff Poor. This guy's in the business of trolling anybody and everybody. He's actually... Uh, we should have him on this week. Uh, he's down at the inauguration of KIV. Her actual official inauguration, you know, she didn't really have the official one because she just took Robert Bentley's place. But he he took a photo and posted it. And guess who was there? None other than Bob Bentley himself. I'm like, that's got to be awkward. 646-668-2714. We'll be back. Right after this, y'all hang tight.
오빵 김정스타 김정스타 K-pop Kim Jong Style. Kim Jong Style. Walk, 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 walk. Walking Kim Jong Style. Let's chill for a while. Back to work. Just like Friends or Seinfeld, it is only a rerun Because I'm just like my father and his father Kim Il-sung Except they call me Kim Jong-un, number one I got awesome hair My daddy wheeled it to me because I'm his awesome heir You should come to North Korea because we have awesome air In fact, it's the only thing we have to eat Cause food is scarce Check in on Foursquare I'm like the Beatles Dancing single file. Make sure and smile. Throw them on the pile. Without trial. Kim Jong Star.
Okay, now I've already mentioned this. By the way, over the line, overthelineshow.com. Andrew McLean hanging out with you. Thank you for hanging out with us live, and thank you for listening to the podcast, which is available on many, many platforms. It's available on Anchor. Anchor, by the way, a pretty awesome app with a lot of different podcasts. You can listen to us on Anchor, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Radio Public, and lots of other platforms that are available to you. All you got to do is download the app, or you can go to the website on your desktop. Actually get the stats uh, of how you guys listen to the show. And most of the listens come from Apple Podcast or iTunes. But a lot of you guys listen on uh, various platforms. And I'm very thankful that you guys do that. It is uh, much appreciated. You can also listen straight from the website, overthelineshow.com. We've got a uh, player on there that will give you the latest episode. As soon as the live show is over, you're able to go back and listen to it. Overthelineshow.com As I was saying, and I've mentioned this already, but the Angel Families. As you know, the Angel Families are the parents or relatives of someone who was, was killed by an illegal immigrant. And in particular, they, they call it angel moms because it's moms who have lost a, a son or a daughter uh, due to uh, our irresponsible and broken immigration system that allows people that have been deported six, seven, eight times to re-enter this country and do everything from drinking and driving and causing a fatality to heinous acts like murder or rape, and everything in between. So these angel moms have been at the forefront of this discussion for a while, but they're, they're, they're showing back up on certain media platforms, Fox News in particular. They've always been in the business of, of bringing these people on to kind of uh, show the reality uh, and the effects of illegal immigration in mass numbers uh, but there is a silence of the moms going on where a majority of the mainstream media is refusing to not only bring these moms on their shows, but refusing to even discuss them, even bring them up. The RNC had been tracking what... Uh, how many times or how long these cable networks have have talked about angel moms, or if they've even brought them up. Um, they said they tracked both networks, CNN and MSNBC, since the beginning of the year, as they intensely bashed President Donald Trump over the government shutdown that's now the, the longest ever in the history of the United States, as we know. Since the turn of the year to 2019, from 2018, neither network 
has conducted a single interview with any family members of victims of illegal alien crimes. Not once. Absolute silence coming from the media. So why are they pretending to care about people? Why do they care about illegal immigrants? Uh, and, and let's just say, why do they care more about the people fleeing horrible conditions in their country that are just looking for a better life? I'm taking out the, 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 the criminals. Just the people looking for a better life. Why do they care more about those people than the people that have lost loved ones? Why do they care more about federal workers than the people who have lost loved ones? And you can't say that's not about that. It's, it's, it's about this wall. It's about wasteful spending. Well, then why haven't you conducted an interview with these people? Why haven't you, you ha offered any sort of invitation to any of these moms? Because you really don't care. You don't care if people die. You don't care. As long as they're Trump supporters, if they die, that's okay. It's okay. This world, this country can afford to lose a few Trump supporters. They don't care. They don't care about immigration. Illegal immigration. They don't care if the border's secure. They prefer the border to not be secure. Democrats prefer open borders over an open government. They do. It's why Democrats were in Puerto Rico this weekend, hanging out on the beach. Front page of the Drudge Report. A picture of Bob Menendez, shirtless, in swimming trunks, on the beach. Beautiful beach in Puerto Rico, talking to some chick in a bikini. That's what the Democrats were doing. While Donald Trump sat in the White House and twiddled his thumbs waiting for him to come back. Because he can't cut a deal if they're not there. He can't cut a deal with himself. So Donald Trump kicked his feet up and said, I guess I'll just wait for them to come back from their vacation. I'll stay here at the White House. Stay in the Oval Office. And of course, the media largely ignored the fact that Democrats were in Puerto Rico during the shutdown. There were a few times they brought it up. Um... But but they brought it up in a um, very, uh, they shined it in a very good light, should I say. Now, they were down there allegedly to meet with, uh, it was like the Hispanic Caucus uh, meeting and, and talking about Puerto Rico and, and their recovery efforts and all this kind of stuff. But here's some of the headlines. That was, and it just makes me nauseous to see, first of all, Bob Menendez without a shirt on, but just to see them down there having a good old time on the beach while this crisis continues to fester in this country. There was an op-ed uh, on CNN.com, I noticed, talking about Democrats in Puerto Rico. They were hanging out on the beach, and they went to see the play Hamilton, making its premiere in Puerto Rico. So I saw the article, and I'm like, oh, okay, they're actually going to talk about it. So I get to reading it, 
And um, they actually spent the article bashing Donald Trump for holding the government hostage over this border wall. And then at the end of the article, it gave this preview of the Hamilton play. They took the, the, the media took the Democrats hanging out on a beach in Puerto Rico during the government shutdown and, and painted it as a good thing. NBC News, same thing. They put out an article titled Latino House Democrats to make show of new strength in Puerto Rico. These are the only people that could possibly take the Democrats sitting on a beach, going to a play, which, by the way, $350 a ticket, and report it as a good thing. It's absolutely absurd. CBS News followed NBC's suit. They described the Democrats' trip as a fact-finding mission. The title of that article... It is more devastating than many of us realized. Congressional delegation visits Puerto Rico. Needless to say, they did not include any photos of Democrats hanging out on the beach. They completely ignored that part. Now, for the Democrats that did not go, they've stayed in, uh, uh, in the area they weren't on Capitol Hill, but they were around. They were, you know, doing TV appearances and all this kind of stuff, just making their case for why there shouldn't be a border wall. I saw one over the weekend. Katie Hill, uh, a new congresswoman for the state of California, a Democrat, obviously. She goes on Fox News, and she puts off this 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 persona that... She does want a barrier on the wall. But listen to her reasoning as to why she doesn't want to agree to a wall just yet. California Congresswoman Katie Hill. Congresswoman, thanks for coming on and welcome to Washington. Thank you. Thank quite, you so much. Quite a welcome. It is. It's an interesting <laughs> time to start. You are saying something that not a lot of other people in your party are saying. You are saying that you would support some funding for some kind of physical barrier at the border. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, I think there's two main points to consider. The first is that we can't talk about any of this until the government's open. My district has a huge number of federal employees. We have the Palmdale Regional Air Traffic Control Center, which... There's the bait and switch. We cannot talk about this until the government is reopened. We will not have these discussions. I support a barrier. I support some sort of wall, quote unquote, but we're not going to talk about it until you reopen the government. This is what the Democrats are doing. And Republicans, and, and, and not even Republicans, but Donald Trump himself is not dumb enough to fall for this. He's already done it once. He allowed them to to pass a CR, a, a continuing resolution, to kick the can down the road. And this is what Democrats are offering again. They're saying, oh, we want to have a discussion. We want to give you what you want, but just reopen the government first, and then we can talk about it. 
and he's not falling for it. It's such blatant bullcrap. And anybody from a mile away can see what they're doing here. Well, we just want to, we can't talk about it until the government's open. I, I can't think straight until the government's open, and then we can discuss it and come to an agreement. No, they want the government reopened so they can say, look, we saved the day, we got the government back open. Oh, and by the way, we really not, we're really not going to do that silly wall thing. We'd ever plan on doing that. So silly. We just wanted to trick you. Got him. Got him. That's what Democrats are looking to do. All the while, while the government is shut down, drugs and crime continue to pour over the border. The feds released uh, some of their stats as to what do they have... Uh, what kind of crime and drugs and guns they have they have seized that have come from across the border, come from across the southern border. And they noted that in 2018, they seized enough fentanyl coming across the southern border. In the year of 2018, they seized enough fentanyl to kill the entire U.S. population. Twice. Did you hear that? We seized enough fentanyl from the southern border to kill the U.S. population two times. And those drugs are continuing to pour in. Think about that. That's just the drugs that they seized. Think about the, how much more they, they didn't get their hands on. Twice as much, three times as much. People are dying on a daily basis. Hundreds. I, I, I don't know the stat, but there's probably hundreds of people dying per day from drug overdoses, from fentanyl, from heroin. And the Democrats are playing games. Everybody within the sound of my voice has been affected in one way or another by drug addiction. You may not have uh, you may not have been affected in the sense of somebody overdosed or somebody you know died, but a lot of you do. But everyone knows somebody that's been affected by drug addiction. Family member, friend of the family, a friend of a friend. Somebody, even maybe you yourself, have been victim of drug addiction. But it's one of the most dangerous things this country is facing and has faced for a long time. And the Democrats are allowing that stuff to continue to come into this country. It's just like... The new 2020 Democrat hopeful. Obama's former HUD secretary, Julian Castro. He announces over the weekend he's going to run for president in 2020, which, hey, we've already had a president who's saying, why not a President Castro, right? 
He's on CBS's Face the Nation this weekend talking about the very issue. And these are the things he said. These are his comments from this weekend. His twin brother, Joaquin. And Julian Castro joins us from the site of his announcement. The president visited your home state of Texas this week, went to the border, said there is a humanitarian and national security crisis. Do you agree with him that there is a crisis at the border? What I believe is that he's created um, a tragedy at the border. This policy of separating children from their parents uh, and the terrible way that uh, Customs and Border Protection has uh, managed its responsibilities, uh, including the deaths of two children within the last few weeks, uh, that's a real tragedy. Well, that family He literally says the way that Border Patrol has managed their job, have, have managed their responsibilities, directly attacking Border Patrol. This is a guy that's going to run for president. And the first th- statements he makes after announcing is literally attacking Border Patrol. And accusing them. But there are a record number of families. Literally accusing them of murdering children. That's, that's basically what he said. He said they mismanaged their responsibilities and killed kids. ...units crossing the border, and that creates a lot of challenges. So what would you do? I don't believe that we should have uh, family detention for people that are seeking asylum or refugee status, uh, so that we should develop other ways to ensure that people are processed, that we're able to keep track of them in the country. You were critical even on... So here's Julian Castro's idea. If people... If we catch people crossing the border, we simply ask them one question. Are you seeking asylum? If they say yes, then we will say, all right, well, tell us where you're going to go stay at. Oh, I'm going to my brother Jose's house. Okay, cool. We just want to make sure we know where you're at. Now that person's gone forever. At least until they kill somebody. Until they rape somebody. Until they molest children. They literally want to just say, if, if you answer the question right, which is, do you want to seek asylum, you just get to go into the country, and we'll try to catch up with you later. That's what Julian Castro is proposing. That is the most idiotic solution to our border crisis that I've ever heard in my entire life. That's what we're dealing with. When it comes to the Democrats, that is what we're dealing with. Also, and I'm not going to have time to talk about this because we got to get out of here, but Trump has commented on the, uh, the New York Times article that accuses him of being a Russian agent or uh, the suspicion of him being a Russian agent because the FBI had a probe into whether or not he was working for the Russians. One of the most ridiculous articles you could possibly fathom, even for the failing New York Times. But the New York Times, and I'm going to read this straight from the article, stated that the FBI launched a previously undisclosed counterintelligence investigation to determine whether Donald Trump posed a national security threat. 
at the same time, this happened at the same time that it opened the criminal probe into possible obstruction of justice. This investigation was later folded into the broader probe by Robert Mueller into Russia's meddling in the 2016 election and the possibility of collaboration by the Trump campaign. Fox, uh, uh, Judge Janine, when Trump was on with her over the weekend, Saturday night, she asked him about it, and he said, quote, I think it's the most insulting thing I've ever been asked. Now, that's all he said about it. The media then takes that and says, Donald Trump didn't deny he was a Russian agent, that he was working for the Russians. Did you hear him? He didn't answer. That was literally the reports from over the weekend. If you watched any news Sunday, that's probably all you heard. Donald Trump didn't deny he's working for the Russians. I can't believe this. This is evidence. Evidence that he is, in fact, working for the Russians. It's crazy. It's asinine. (laughs) These people are out of their minds. But once the Mueller investigation comes to a close, there are people in the mainstream media, and not Trump-friendly people, uh, saying that they have sources interacting with Robert Mueller's team and access to kind of know what's going on with the Mueller investigation, and that the forthcoming report as to their findings is almost certain, and I'm quoting this, almost certain to be anticlimactic. Shocker. So they think the Russia investigation is not going to find the things that people in support of the Russia investigation were just so sure of, and that is that Donald Trump worked with the Russians to not only steal the election, but to ruin the democracy here in the United States of America, to crash this country, send us plummeting into a black hole. That's what they expect, but unfortunately, that is not what they will be getting. It's going to be an exciting week as the shutdown moves forward, so make sure you keep it locked into Over the Line. You can always go and listen to past episodes on any of your favorite apps, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Cast. There's a bunch of them. But make sure you go to OverTheLineShow.com. Go to the bottom of the page and sign up for the newsletter. Once we get new additions added to the website, we will send you guys an update and say, hey, head over to OverTheLineShow.com and check out this, that, and the other. Keep you guys updated. Also, make sure you add us on all the social media platforms there on the website. Click it and go to the page. 
you will not regret it. We're out of here. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And until then, see you, cuz. <laughs>